so what's up? Hey. Hey. What's up? This is the this is the pre-show. We haven't done the we haven't done the theme music yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, nothing much. We, you know, we, we do you know. we do we do cold opens here, which I'm I'm sure you know this because obviously you've listened to every episode of Fear Baiting. But you know, for the audience member at home who this might be their first time listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so what's up? You've been doing good. I've been doing pretty good. That's good. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I've been. I'm trying to think of anything that's been going on with me this last week, but, like, I don't fucking know, like, at all. Like, I don't think anything has happened with me. Like, I've been doing a Cuphead speedrun, and that's been fun. I'm under an hour now, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just been playing the video games also. Yeah, what are you, what are you playing? Uh, I've been playing some of Final Fantasy like the MMO because my oh. girl my girlfriend wanted me to get into it. Oh, Polly. Polly has brought you down a deep, dark rabbit hole that you may not ever escape from. I mean, I brought her into wrestling a bit, so I feel this is only fair. Yeah, okay, that's way worse than getting you into Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, and I've been watching a lot of TV. Okay, yeah. I've been um I've been finally making good use of the Crunchyroll subscription I pay $8 a month for mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. watching some anime. Like, I've been watching... I started watching um, iShield 21. I started watching Kaiji, which Kaiji fucking owns. Um, and uh, I've, I've been watching a couple episodes of Detective Conan here and there, which I fucking love Detective Conan because, I mean, there is some overarching plot stuff with, like, some, you know, some syndicate stuff. But, like, nine times out of ten, if you just fucking roll the dice and pick a random episode that isn't in, like, the first five, you'll get, like, a good 23-minute bite-sized ass, like, Sherlock Holmes story with a bite-sized Sherlock Holmes. Yes. <laughs> but, L- yeah, little um, Sherlock. Little Sherlock. Little Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, but... Yeah, yeah. The the faces that Aoyama draws still manage to freak me the fuck out. Like fifteen years later, like Gosho Aoyama draws some fucking like like he very well captures the like if you can imagine the worst possible face you make in the throes of death. Like Aoyama has drawn it. Yes. (laughs) Oh God, so good though. Um. Yeah, I've I've been mostly I've been watching uh, some anime, some Pop Team Epic. Oh yeah, Pop Team Epic. Pop Team Epic's fucking great. I think I recommended that a few weeks ago. It's so wild. Yeah, it's so. It's it's very um, I can't even think of a way to describe it. Like to call it a comedy anime feels like a bit of a disservice because it's not exactly like to call it comedy anime. Kind of like put, puts on the same level as all other anime that's like base intent as comedy, which is just not fair to Pop Team Epic. I, I put on like the same level like Nietzsche Joe. Yeah, it's a Nietzsche show. Uh, but also, so, uh, I've been watching some of The Good Place. Oh, yeah, I've been watching, I, 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 like, shotgunned, like, six episodes of that the other day. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I love, I lo- I've loved Kristen Bell ever since, like, ten years ago when I first, fu- when I first watched Veronica Mars all the way through for the first time, and I did that, like, three times, probably. Mm-hmm. God, that show's so fucking good. You ever seen it? Veronica Mars? Yeah. I've seen some of it. It's so good. I like. I, I would watch that show front to back, like t- now. Like I would just do that, and I'd be done in two weeks. Because uh, that show is so fucking good. Uh, and then I've been watching some of One Day at a Time, which is like my own personal love, like favorite Netflix show that isn't popular. <laughs> I'd never heard of it until you posted screen caps this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It's gays. 
it's got gay. Yeah, it, it's very, like, uh, comfort food. Like, it, it is a, like, sitcom with a live audience. Oh, wow. They I can't I keep forgetting that they sometimes do those on Netflix. Like, Fuller House. Yeah. And so this is technically a remake of a, like, An old, old sitcom, One Day at a Time. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's I've never seen it, but I've definitely heard of it. Uh, but kind of the, the big change with this is uh, one of, like, in the original it was an Italian family, in this it's a Cuban family. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the, like, the kind of big stunt casting is uh, Rita Marino, who was uh, much well-known for... Uh, being, like, the main person in uh, West Side Story. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, I'm distracted because I just I just saw... I just found a needle, uh, like a sewing needle, and then it fell on the floor, and now I'm terrified of where it is. Oh, no! <laughs> but I found it. We're good, we're good. Hey! <laughs> okay, I don't know why this is up here, not in our sewing kit, but let's just go ahead and set this aside so we don't step on it. Yeah. Um... What else have I been up to? I've been playing some Monster Hunter, because mm-hmm. I got that yesterday, and I, I've i tried Monster Hunter a few times, and, like, I never bit, but, like, I feel like I'm about to sink into this one. Like, this one's gonna this one's gonna be a fucking doozy. I, 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 the character creator in Monster Hunter really intrigues me, but I'm also, wor- I know that I shouldn't get it, because Monster Hunter, will, like, I, I just, that's not my kind of game. Fair, like, but like I'm play- I play, I played it for like an hour yesterday. And I got through like a bunch of tutorial stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, this this is fine, but I don't know if it's my game. And then today I played it for another hour and a half, and I was like, oh, all right, okay, well, like you just kind of hit that point in my. Mo- if you don't hit that point in Monster Hunter, I feel like you just won't. Like I hit that with Final Fantasy fourteen back when I played it a couple of years ago, and I was like, I shouldn't play this because I, I I'm glad that I didn't have the money for a subscription because I would have just like played it nonstop. Because I was just like having so much fun sitting there and pressing, holding the R trigger and pressing the A button to make my little Lalafell like hammer out some copper ore or what the fuck ever. <laughs> like, and I was enjoying that. Oh, you're a Lalafell. I don't think I'm oh, done yeah. with this podcast. Wow, come on, baby tank. <laughs> also, this was like three years ago, so cut me some slack. I'd obviously be a Rogadin now. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I, oh, no, uh, sorry, Makote, not, not Rogadin, Makote. What, what the fuck? Yes. Of course I'd be a Makote. I can't believe you went along with me saying Rogadin. I'm a little I don't know. I, I just accept people for what they are, except for their... It's, it's a hard decision, because you either can be a large woman or a cat girl. Like, it's really difficult. <laughs> and, like, the, the Rogan, or the, the, the Mikote ha- cat height, like, tops out around, like, five foot six. Like, that's as tall as you can get as a Mikote. Mm-hmm. Well, cats are very small. Well, yes, cats are extremely small. Um, but I... I God, I do want to get back to that, because I do just remember Ishtola, my, my cat girl wife, and I... Oh, it's got me wanting to go back. I definitely, like, I've just gotten into fighting games, like, last... Like, I found, like, fighting games finally clicked for me last year. Oh, which one? Uh, it was specifically, uh... I mean, I always mess up the name of it, even though it's, like, a simple-ass name. Uh, Injustice 2. <laughs> <laughs> I say indivisible too, which is not it at all. It's I don't know no. why it keeps happening, but I keep on confusing it with like other in things. 
Yeah, I I can't play that game because like I, I can't do Nether Realm games. Like I've tried and they just like they can't really click for me. Like I'll have fun with them, but like I can't really sink into them. Um, I spent a lot of time in Street Fighter Four. That was like my dig. But you, you go go on. What were you saying? Well, like so uh, because of that, I've, I've been I've also played some uh, Tekken, which is really fun. Oh yeah, that looks fun as hell. Uh, the they made one of the smartest decisions I think you could possibly make with a game like that. Which is? Which is that they did, once you put in, like, if you both have low health, when you input, like, what will be the final move, it goes into slow motion. Oh, that's good as hell. And so you'll just have moments where, like, you're, like, both of you are going for the punch, and, like, this person manages to just get it, like, quick, like, you know, did it just quick enough where it hits first. That's so good. Uh, and so then I'm excited for uh, DBZ. Yeah, that looks good. I I had to choose between Monster Hunter and Dragon Ball, and like Dragon Ball seems like a nice novelty. I would pick Dragon Ball if I had like more friends, but like the only person in this area that I really play any fighting games with is my girlfriend, and everyone else who I'd play against would just beat my ass into the ground mm-hmm. because all of my friend all of my friends who play these fighting games are very good at them, and I am not. Yeah, but and I, I don't really have that big attachment to Dragon Ball that everyone seems to. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, and sorry, I, I, did, I did not mean uh, you know, Dragon Ball uh, Fighters. It's D beefs. What D beefs? D beefs. My friend Luke is trying to get uh, so that the <laughs> oh god, fuck off, Luke. Uh, that the oh. uh short form of Dragon Ball Fighters is D beefs. That's not gonna work. Like that. Like. PUBG took off, like, because no one wanted to say PlayerUnknown's Battleground. People just said PUBG. But no one's going to take on D-Beefs. Uh, I am. <laughs> All right. You're D-Beefs? Talking about the gospel. <laughs> All right, we should get into the episode. We spent 10 minutes on the pre-show. <laughs> we don't do it like you over at Totally Reprise do, where we, de- where, we're forced, where we force ourselves to dedicate 20 minutes. We normally do, like, a five-ish minute Okay, show. okay, okay. Listen, I, I'm bringing some of my own stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do a happy middle. We're at 10 minutes. Okay, okay. And podcast. Podcast. everyone it's your number one it's your number one like vaguely outlined guy in the background podcast it's your number one vaguely outlined podcast that you kind of see on the periphery of other podcasts but you don't really get a full good view of it this is fear baiting i'm luna and blair is still on hiatus and like i said we've been bringing in a a rotating like fucking panel of guests and this week we have your my friend i I almost did the fucking thing you do with molly (laughs) i almost said you're but um, this is my friend and, you know, p- uh, you podcast. if you listen to this show, you probably listen to at least one of her podcasts. Uh, this is Ashley. Hello. 
How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good. So what we always like to do with people who are new to the podcast is we like to have them do, um, like, give us a, a brief synopsis of their of their history with horror movies. And I know yours is a little bit different, so. Yeah. I am not huge on horror. I would even go to say that I'm not really a big fan of horror. <laughs> and yet. And yet, uh, there are some horror things I do like. Uh, we were talking earlier, uh, it, usually from, like, a filmmaking standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'll be interested in certain things, so, like, uh, the, like one of the more recent ones I saw was Get Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, Get Out was so good. Uh, and even when I'm not into horror movies necessarily, I'll read a lot of the Wikipedia pages for horror movies. I used to do that with Final Destination, and it would scare me the fuck, it would scare the fuck out of me, and I wouldn't be able to sleep that night. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Final Destination is, is just something I, I can't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, on like multiple levels, both on like it grosses me out, and also I it, I just it doesn't interest me that much. Yeah. Uh, I did see some of one of the Final Destinations, the one that had the huge traffic accident. Oh, Final Destination Two, yeah that that one will make you that one will make you stay out of the same lane as a logging as a log truck for the next fifty years. Uh, I saw that at a in a classroom <clears throat> for. Uh, traffic school. <laughs> that was the first thing we watched to, like, <laughs> teach us. <laughs> I can't think of the worst thing to show someone. Because the first thing you see in that scene is someone getting pulped by a log falling off the back of a lumber truck. Yeah. It, like, I... Like, no amount of safe driving could save you there, really. Like, he's building coffee, yeah, but I feel like that log was gonna decimate him either way. Yeah, no, it, like... That was a really awful, awful class to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, because it was just going in between, like, taking really boring tests. And then watching, like, those films from the 60s, like, of people filming the sites of car accidents. God. Which is illegal now. Yeah, I, yeah, I would hope so. Oh, God, that's... <laughs> that's a horrible environment in which to experience Final Destination. Yeah, like, it, it probably wasn't the best, but even before then, I wasn't really interested. <laughs> like, like, that's the equivalent of, like, showing Final Destination 5 when you're about to go... When you're about to fucking... I, I don't know go, when you're go, when you're in front when you showing Final Destination five on a bus when you're go, about to go across the Golden Gate Bridge like you just shouldn't do it yeah or showing whatever like one the first one on a on a plane or something <laughs> yep or three before you go on a roller coaster or four before you go to fucking Daytona watching a movie before getting on a roller coaster seems really weird <laughs> maybe it's like a maybe it's like a I don't know. I went. To, I went on a Batman roller coaster. I went on the Dark Knight roller coaster at the Six Flags in Chicago uh, about I don't know whenever that movie came out. Ten. That movie was like ten years old. Holy shit! Yeah. Now that movie was like popular when I was in high school. I was. I. I had one of those weird moments that like I don't. I. I I'm not old enough to feel old about these things yet. Really, for most things. But um, someone was t- on. Um, I think it was on Wonderful. Uh, Griffin McElroy was like, "Yeah, uh, my, one of my favorite albums." There's Mink Car. Um, what the They Might Be Giants album, Mink Car. Uh, he was like, which, "Which came out like a decade ago," and like that that album came out in two thousand and one. Which I only remember because it came out on it came out on nine eleven. Yeah, and that's the 
in their documentary, that's what they're the album that they're promoting. Oh, <laughs> you mean that in Gigantic? Yes. Jeez, that is an old documentary. It's a really good one too because I also remember because one of the uh, concerts they film is at a bookstore and it is on September tenth. Oh. Uh, and they play uh, New York City. Mm. God, that song slaps though. It does. <laughs> have you ever heard the original? Because that's a cover. Yeah, no, I have. Okay, the the original is extremely good too. Yeah. Um. Oh, but I, yeah, they weren't... I think though, like it is one of those covers where it's like, oh, you were supposed to play the song. Like, what? They Might Be Giants was, like, born... Like, this song was made for They Might Be Giants, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... It's like the boys... It's, a, it's like Mountain Goats doing The Boys Are Back in Town. It just works so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to pass that one on to Blair. Blair's gonna get a kick out of that joke when she hears it. Have it's you, not even a joke. It's just a statement. Yeah, no. Have you heard that cover, though? It's super good. I, wait, that's a, that's a real cover? That's I thought, a real I thought cover. You making, I thought you were just making a joke. No. I don't... The only Mountain Goats live stuff I listen to is their live versions of uh, You Were Cool because they've never done a studio album of that... Uh, a studio uh, version of that song. <laughs> and man, that song fucks me up. It's a really good song. It's a really good song that, like, it, it, it made me dissociate Thursday morning this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyways. Uh, there's a really good, also, a live cover from the, the, uh, the Mountain Goats of uh, him doing Superman by Goldfinger. Wow, that's extremely good. <laughs> <laughs> Just because there's some stage banner in the middle of it, he's like, half of the people in the audience are currently going, are like, flashing back to when they were doing, you know, flip, tr- you know, lip tricks off of... <laughs> in a warehouse and then the other half are like that doesn't sound like one of your songs <laughs> <laughs> oh god you, you know i still hear that song whenever i hear that song it does like in the back of my head when it gets like the second verse i do hear like the like the really fucking like chunked up boop, 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 of like you've got 10 seconds left yeah. oh god like, it doesn't happen with really any other song on that but like on that from that soundtrack I've linked to you the, the live version and the kind of studio version of the boys are back in town. Who is that anime ass boy in the in the boy from uh, Castlevania? I don't know why that's the photo. Um, also, is is that like a what? What's with the meme of like putting Mountain Goat songs over comic books panels? Because I remember the first time I ever heard the song "Old College Try," it was like done the same way. It was like over a an old X Men panel or something. I think it just kind of fits John Durnell's aesthetic. I mean, it does. It does. Oh, that's on the same. That's on the same track as his Ignition remix. Yes. That's. Oh man, I need a studio version of that. Oh wait, there is one. No, there isn't. There's a studio version of the Boys Are Back in Town. No, the, so the Boys Are Back in Town also has the ignition remix at the end. Oh, so it's just parts of the, okay, okay. Ugh, I hope they never do a studio version of You Were Cool. That that would just kind of rob some magic in the world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is about a this is a horror movie podcast. <laughs> the real horror is the is the existential dread you get about everything when you listen to the Mountain Goats. Yes, uh, I've been more into horror books. Like, you referenced House of Leaves, like, t- I couldn't tell, Ashley. You, you only referenced House of Leaves about 50 times during the viewing of this. I mean, there are several very House of Leaves parts during it, and it was more like, like, five times. 
okay, yeah, fair, but you did say it a lot, so I, I think I think you might have tipped your hand a little bit. Like, what what did you who did you read? Because like the only the only horror movie, the only horror book authors I know are King uh, Barker and Daniel Lewski. Uh, I mean, I definitely read some King as a kid. I was, you know, yeah. like, that, that was, I did a, like, whole book report on Stephen King books. Yeah. I talked about this with Blair a couple of weeks ago. Remember, like, remember how he pretended to be someone else and just, like, released books under that name completely secretly and was like, no, oh, yeah. that's not me. Uh, one of that the... was so weird. I would work, you know, I used to work at a library, and so I would have to put all of those books away, and the Stephen King section was always a fucking mess. Because, like, half the books are not by Stephen King, technically. Yeah, by Richard Bachman. Burr, 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 burr. That's, the, that's, what, that's his name. One of the best ones was, uh, he did, he was under a pseudonym to write a kid's book. And then he wrote the kid's book, and then he ha- gave himself a quote as Stephen <laughs> King. Uh, and just, like, the quote was, like, the Stephen King of kids' books. <laughs> I mean, what? it's true. And like, yeah, it's true. But man, what a fucking like great poll. Yeah. Oh my god. I just I always remember that one of the books he wrote under Richard Bachman like is no longer circulating in print anymore mm-hmm. because the like there was like a school shooting and one of the sc- one of the shooters in the school was found to have the copy of the book was Rage and that book was found in a copy of that book was found in his like room after the shooting. Yeah. So that's a bit. That's. So bringing the bringing the mood down. Junji mm-hmm. uh, Ito is another one. Oh yeah, Junji Ito. I don't know enough of his stuff, honestly. I've read some of it, but not enough. I mean, like I I've read the hits. You know, Omega Amig- uh, Fault, uh, Uzumeki. God, like just uh, it's pronounced it's pronounced Naruto actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. That's like the second week in a row I made that joke. <laughs> Uzumeki is just a fucking horrible... It, I mean, it's very good, but it's just disgusting to read. I've actually never read it. I've I've read Enigma. That scared the shit out of me, so I stopped reading Junji Ito for a while. I think I've read bits and pieces of Gyo. No, Gyo's... Yeah, Gyo's something. I'll, there's, a, there's a shark with robot legs. It's extremely good. Yeah, like, Gyo is definitely, like, maybe, like, the most ridiculous of his... Uh, like, kind of horror stuff. Yeah. And then I've also read Cat Diaries, which is <laughs> totally different than his horror stuff, but it oh, uses it's the same... it's the cute one. It, it, it uses the same same art style, though, so it's really yeah. good. I just want to say that, like, we've, we've gone all the way from the Might Be Giants discussion, but I do have Circular Karate Chop just, like, playing in my head on a loop now. Mm-hmm. Off yeah. of Nanobots. Yeah. That's a good fucking album. That's a good album. Uh, and yeah. then also, uh, another manga one, uh, Higurashi When They Cry. Oh, God, yeah, that one. Uh, which, I've, I've only really read the manga for that, didn't play the game. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of think the manga, like, peaks early. Is, is it, okay, so question, is, is Higur, is, is Doki Doki Literature Club just, like, a modern version of Higurashi? Kind of. Hey, okay. uh, Doki Doki Literature Club is a lot more, like, meta- Okay, whereas like, whereas whereas Higurashi is just like, hey, this is this looks good, but it's actually horror. Yeah, like that is it. It is the fr- I think probably the if not the first, it is kind of like the one that like made the concept popular of dating game with ho- like surprise horror elements. Yeah, 
And, like, so the whole thing with the dating game is, depending on who you try to date, that's, like, there's another person who is the killer. Okay. Oh, that's good as hell. I gotta, I gotta get into that. Uh, and the manga, and, like, there is a way, if you don't date anyone, uh, then, I, I guess, I, I don't know if I'm gonna spoil you. <laughs> Do you get a bad end? Uh, well, all, there's only, like, one good end. There's a bunch is of it, bad ends. Is it, like, is it like in Katawa Shoujo, when if you don't date anyone in the first week, you get pushed off the roof by uh, a neurotic roommate of yours? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, well, I guess, uh, not neurotic, but, um... Neurotic you, wasn't the right word. Paranoid. That's paranoid. The word uh, so, the, if you don't date anyone, and the, the first kind of arc of the manga does uh-huh. this, uh, the manga does it, like, almost like a time loop kind of thing. Weird. Uh, but the first, uh, it's, you know, this kid moves to this, like, country town, and there's all these girls, and some people start showing up dead. Huh. Because, like, well, specifically, like, there is a curse on the town where certain people show up dead every year, and he finds out that there was someone in his situation who was the person who showed up dead last year. And, like, he is, like, they were this friend with the same people, same thing, like, all, and it even looks like him. Huh. And so he's like, fuck, I'm, like, they're gonna kill me. And so then it just goes, like, he, uh, starts, like, closing himself off and then eventually, like, hurting them and, like, eventually kills them and it turns out that he's the killer this time. That's good. That's actually cool as hell. Uh, and the manga does it really well because, one, it has one of the most horrifying, like, scenes I've ever seen in, like, a manga. Because it's someone, uh, like, they're trying to, like, because he's, you know, like, become this paranoid mess. Yeah. Like, from their perspective, he's become this, like, horrible paranoid mess all of a sudden. (laughs) Even though, like, from his perspective, it all seems, like, right. Uh, and so they're, like, trying to, like, they think he's gonna hurt himself. They're, they're trying to, like, get into his room. Mm-hmm. And, like, the latch is, like, you know, like, the chain is on it. And so they're, like, trying to, like, open the door and, like, they, like, put their hand in it. And he just fucking slams it repeatedly. Uh, and then also, like, one of the things the manga does is, uh... At one point, he blacks out, and then you turn the page, and it's just two-page spread of just black. That's good as hell. Uh, and then you turn the page, and it's, like, him, like, waking up, and he's like, oh, man, like, it's an, an awful dream. And then it slowly zooms out, and his whole apartment's covered in blood. <laughs> With the that two, sounds good. And then he tears his own throat out. It's fucked up. <laughs> Right. I, I like how I say I'm not big on horror, and then I describe the things I like, which are extremely horror. Yeah. Um, before we get into the episode, at the 20... 20- Jesus Christ, Ashley, what did you do to this podcast? I can't help it. <laughs> you got so excited talking about it, I didn't want to stop you. But um, before we get into this, I, while we were talking about the Mountain Goats like 10 minutes ago, <laughs> the, the Mountain Goats bot did just post the, the, the lines from uh, You Were Cool. Oh, man. It knew. It yeah. knew. It knew. Okay, so, I mean, Marble Hornets is kind of hard to talk about, so this might, it's probably good that we spent a half hour talking about this shit. <laughs> so, Marble Hornets. It's yes. the Slendermans. Yeah, it, it is probably the most famous Slenderman thing. Probably, yeah. In the, until that Slenderman movie comes out. 
Well, there was the Slenderman documentary. Yeah. But then there's also the Slenderman horror movie coming out next year, or this year. Yes. Which I'm extremely excited to see, because you know that's going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think Doug Jones will be Slenderman like he was with the Marvel Hornets movie. Oh, God, that's right. I, well, maybe they will. He was the Bye Bye Man last year. Oh, he was the Bye Bye Man? <laughs> Fuck. Bye Bye Man. It's so weird that Doug Jones is like... Has, is there no one else who will take these jobs? Like, I know Doug Jones makes good fucking money. He does not have to take jobs as the fucking bye-bye man. I, I assume it's just like a thing of like... He's just a dude who fucking loves to work. I guess so. Like, if that was your job... If that was my job, I'd love to fucking do it too. Like, honestly, if they like came to me like, Hey, would you like to play the bye-bye man? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to have a dog made entirely of meat? Yes. Yes, yes I do. You're going to pay me for this? Great. <laughs> um, so, for those who don't know, The Slender Man, it was a... came from a something awful thread mm-hmm. about where they were making a fake... Uh, like... photoshops uh, to then send to, like... Th- the whole purpose was to send to, like, paranormal websites and try to convince them that, that it was real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a, like a few pages into uh, the thread, uh, a guy named Victor Surge. Uh, that's his username. That's that. That sounds like a superhero. Yeah, that that's the his username. His real name is Eric uh, Nudson. Yes, but Victor Surge does extremely sound like a fucking like that's a, that's a superhero. That's someone you meet in like. The, like, issue one of, like, the Shocker comic. Yes. <laughs> oh, anyways, continue. But, uh, he submitted two images of the Slender Man. Uh, and the whole thread eventually became enamored with it. And, uh, just more and more Slender Man content started getting made. Uh, and then about... I think it was like three or four days afterward, after that image got posted, uh, one of my, one of the posters uh, who only identified himself as J, the letter J, right, uh, said, "Hey, I one of my friends was making this old, like, kind of bad student film, and uh, he stopped filming, you know, for some reason, and I think." There may be something weird on that. I'll go check. And that is what the... That is what Marvel Hornets is. Uh, which was originally going to be called The Slender Tapes. That's a way worse name. Yeah. Oh, man. So... Uh, Marvel Hornets is... Like, maybe we maybe we can go like bit by bit over the details, but I feel like it's a kind of a short synopsis of what actually happens. It's just like a lot of scary moments, at least for the at least for the first season. We only watched the first season. Yes, there's like four seasons. There's three, three. There's three seasons, and we only watched the first one because holy shit, I do not have three and a half hours or four and a half hours to dedicate to this podcast right now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, and then like there are horror movie, like there are horror spinoffs that may have something to do with Marvel Hornets. Yeah, like Tribe 12, uh, what is it, To the Ark, uh, uh, Everyman Hybrid? Everyman Hybrid, and then there is some series made by the same people uh, that have that share some characters. Uh, I think 
Clear Lakes 44. Uh, and What's it? It's called Clear uh, Clear Lakes 44. That's uh, a weird name. It was supposed to be like, it's like a public access show that. <laughs> oh, kind of like that 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 video Chris Straub made a while ago. Yes, the which. Oh, I gotta link that. That's such a good video. Uh, it's so good. They eventually made a TV show out of that, right? Um, yeah, Channel Zero. Yeah, Channel Zero. Well, they didn't make... I'm talking about, like, the, the one where he made, like, the fake emergency broadcast. Not, like, the not like the Candle Cove one. Oh, okay, okay. Did you ever see that? Uh, yes, I did see that one, too. That's... It's so weird how Chris Job is, like, one of the funniest people online, but also one of the most competent horror creators of this modern era. Yes. Like... I mean, I guess it makes sense that you'd have your fo- you'd have a foot you'd have like a foot in both camps because I feel like that's a because a lot of the things with horror movies is that like I think uh, a, a good an important thing to have in horror movies is like pressure relief valves because otherwise it gets too much and the audience is just like overwhelmed if you like let off a little bit of steam by like a chuckle by having a chuckle or something like I think that's why get some of Get Out's yeah, was- scariest moments happen because Jordan Peele is absolutely fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like he, he just like, there's like these little moments of like, you know, the, the dad says I would have voted for Obama for a third term and you're like, yeah. And then like, he kind of like, he kind of ratchets down the tension a little bit so it can continue building. Like there is, there was like, a, there was like a probably about a hard cap of tension that can be built. And every time you, every, and like, like you're, you know, like, like say zero to a hundred, every time you, every time you make a joke, you're inching it down by like five or 6%. Mm-hmm. Like eventually like mounting tension just becomes tiring and almost yes. comedic mm-hmm. but not in a way that's like good mm-hmm. like you know get out does have really great comedy but like the comedy doesn't come from like ratcheting the tension up so much that it becomes humorous it's all from like those little tiny jokes that then ratchet down the humor just a bit yeah no it, I think it, I think it tracks definitely. Uh, like I mean the, like there's a lot like the the thing that, there's like a really organic way of doing that in here and that's in in the in the in the Marble Hornets because like you're you're it's obviously a joke at how bad this student film is like you're yes. kind of supposed to laugh at that and it really does help ratchet down the tension and then you fucking you swivel the camera and oops there's the Slenderman and you're like oh and then you shit your pants yes, uh. <laughs> The, the other series that they're currently uh, involved in is uh, ECKVA. Uh, ECKVA. Huh. Never heard of that one. Which is like a kind of... like the, the, the last two that they've been doing are way more like alternate reality game kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, fake websites and stuff. And th- like ECKVA is like a fake pharmaceutical company. Huh. I think that, God, there's so much good, like, like, so many people are using the internet in the best possible way for horror movies right now, and I think it's really astounding. I think that, um, I've talked about him before, and I will probably talk about him again in the future, but I think Nightmind is a really good source for this, because he does cover a lot of stuff about, like, like, video, like, I mean, I hate using the word creepypasta, because it does sound a bit diminutive, because that, but that's basically, like, what it is, like, the, like, like the horror stuff produced on YouTube, like, you know, yeah. Petscop and all that stuff. Nightmind is... I, I can't, like, Nightmind and, um, to a lesser extent, Nick's Fears, who I've recently gotten into. I fucking love Nick's Fears now, by the way. <laughs> like, the reason why Creepypasta, like, sounds so, like... Because the word pasta is in there? Is that well, why? That, because of that, and also because so much of Creepypasta is awful. 
Oh yeah. Um, the uh, the I always like every once in a while I like to go back to the the the, the slow beefs house of horrors the red on the Retsu Prey streams when he mm-hmm. reads off like a bunch of old uh, shitty creepypasta about like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, like the one that always like made me roll my eyes was like there's a series of like Disney ones. Oh, uh, I believe that. Or uh, do you remember uh, what is it? Squidward dies or something? Yeah. Oh man, those were so bad. Well, I mean, like there's the like Suicide Mouse, which like I I feel like at a certain point, like if you've read one lost episode one, you've read, read yeah. them all. Like Dead Suicide Bart. Mouse. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of Suicide Mouse. I, I'm super into Disney and like also Disney parks and. Oh, there was one. There was one from a while ago that I really, really, uh, that really, really got me. It was like, um, it, it stuck with me for like ten years. It was like ordinary porn for ordinary people or something. Does that sound remotely familiar? Uh, no, but that does sound like a really like that's a really good name. <laughs> no, it's normal porn for normal people. It's it's really disquieting. Hmm. And I I really recommend checking it out. Um, and also, uh, what is it? The the YouTube channel, The Little Fears. Oh God, I can't watch more than one of those videos at a time because they scare me so fucking much. Yeah, like I, the like best, uh, you know, uh, like creepy pasta. Like, just gives you just enough. They like, kind of creep you out uh, while still yeah. being, like, terrifying. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I was looking up the series. The, the series is called Abandoned by Disney. Oh, Abandoned by Disney, sure. Uh, and the first one is, uh, like, about a... Uh, it, it is somewhat based on, like, an actual abandoned, like, amusement water park. Uh, but, you know, like, oh, that there's all this creepy stuff. And then there's one of them. The one that made me really roll my eyes was one called Room Zero. Oh, I've read Room Zero. It's not that... Wait, is that... Am I thinking of... No, I'm thinking of No Exit House. Uh, Room Zero is, like, about, like, a nuclear, like, bomb shelter underneath Disney. And, like, oh, there's a bomb scare in, you know, like, the 50s and everyone went in there. Like, you know, at some point went in there and everyone died in there. And it's like... Oh, okay. Like, so just everyone at the Disney park died, and it's all been covered up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. Oh, that's a good one. And also, everyone fit inside like one nuclear bomb. Like, okay, what? I, listen, like all of these stretch believable, you know, like believability. Like that is kind of the point of it at some point of all horror. But at a certain point, it's just like, well, like obviously no. Like that's you know, you're tr- trying to like do the magic trick of, like, making me believe just for a second. Yeah. But, like, it, it's just so unbelievable and so, like, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, sl- Marble Hornets. Marble Hornets. <laughs> um, I, I think at this point, since I do want to keep this podcast to around an hour... Um, okay. I think that Mar- I think we should just like like pound out some quick story beats of Marble Hornets and then talk about some cool shit that happened. So Marble Hornets is a story of a guy called Jay and his friend Alex, who is no longer his friend. They were making a movie together, uh, and Alex dumped all the tapes on Jay, and Jay looks through all the tapes. It's a found footage thing. Yes. Uh, and it seems like Alex has was being uh, 
stalked by a creature that uh, we know as the Slender Man in the universe of Marvel Hornets is called the Operator. Uh, and it's, it seems to cause paranoia, where Alex is always filming himself. Uh, and Jay eventually starts always filming himself, and uh, eventually starts getting more involved, including looking at Alex's old house uh, several times, mainly at night. <laughs> he's yeah, because because these people make poor decisions. And then sometimes, if you look at the just the right spot, you can see the Slenderman in the background. Yep. Uh, and there's also another mysterious character called Masky by fans. <laughs> Who? Oh, is that what their name is? Yes. They look like they've got the, um... Oh, what the fuck is it? From Spirited Away. Oh, yeah, like the, the no-face. No-face? Yes. No-face, yeah, a little bit like the no-face mask. You said it looks like the wrestler Sting. I did also say... Okay, looks like a fusion of no-face and Sting. It looks like they fucked and had this mask as a baby. <laughs> yes, uh, and... Who seems to be a kind of malevolent force also in addition to the Slender Man. Oh, sorry. I just had to let my girlfriend know I was going to be a little bit later than I expected. Sorry. Not, not, no, 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 not, not because of this. I just like I, I, I told her it would be around five. Like even if we did the podcast like as fast as possible, there's no way I would have gotten there around. Five, uh, okay, five. okay. So you're good. Though, though we did miss four twenty, so I forgot to point that out. Well, I missed four twenty. Yeah, you still got it. Yeah, no, I, I still have a chance. Yeah. Um. Okay, but yeah, so. Then it ends in, uh, I, can, so do you want to like, talk about some of the fucking cool shit that happens, like your, yes. our favorite scenes for a bit, and then we can call it a podcast, because this is a long thing, and like to go, I, I feel like you either go really vague or really specific, and we don't really have the time to go really specific, so like just go yes. watch it, I guess? And like a lot, a large like part of the appeal and like good, like what makes Marvel Hornets good is the tension. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of uh, great tension in that series. Uh, like, one, like, the first video, which is, like, 30 seconds, is still, I think, like, one of their best. Yeah. Like, the, the, the first, like, main entry video where it's just, you just see a dude on the porch. Yeah, and he's just fucking, he's chilling. Yeah, no, it's just, like... The Slenderman doesn't do much in this series other than, like, menacingly move towards the camera. Yeah. But it really doesn't, like, need to. It's just, like, they are good at putting it exactly in the background where you don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, like, the one in the car is another good one. Oh, yeah, that car one's really good. And, and that tension, like, I specifically remember I had the same reaction that you did when I first watched it. You were watching the rearview mirror. Yes, and like oh, it's it's got to be there because like you know it's it's kind of small, but it's it's the camera's focused on it, uh, and then it surprises you. Yeah, then he's not there. Uh, I still think one of my favorites is uh, entry eighteen, which is when Jay goes back to the house. Uh, which he goes to the house like four times, right? Like he goes to it uh, three times, I think, in the first season. Okay, so which one is this? This is the one where he is going back and Mask is there. Oh, yeah, that's that is that scared the shit out of me. That, and, you know, we were watching this in kind of, you know, daylight, but all of these were, like, released at, like, midnight. Yeah, oh, God, I can't imagine. And so, 
Wait, wait, hold on. Was there like Ashley? You you were into Homestuck back like when it was still updating, right? Uh, uh no, I was not. Oh, okay. Because now I'm curious if there was like a like a Homestuck update culture kind of thing around. One hundred percent. There was. Okay. Yes. Were uh, there like were there like people throwing together closet cosplays in like th- in like thirty minutes time of new characters? Not exactly. I guess there there are there a little spoiler. You get a bit of a hint of it at the end of this season, but there are other masked pre- uh, people. Okay. Uh, in the like, there's a at the end like a kind of. A collection of clips that are all very distorted, and one of those includes someone wearing a skull mask. Well, that's just Ryuji. Yeah, who also never shows up in the series. Oh, weird. Uh, well, that's that's because he that's because he had to wait until Persona Five to show up. Yeah. Well, also one that's apparently what the comic's going to be about. But I do skull know what man? about Skull Man. But I do know what the original plan was for it. Uh, that that was, was good. There? Uh, that was going to be Sorry. Jay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, base, and yeah, like, uh, there are, some people would do definitely, like, but there's a lot of, like, people scouring and, like, lightning videos, and eventually it would get to the point where, especially with To The Arc videos, which in every, like, in between a lot of the videos, uh, To The Arc would do a video reply to it, back when the, we were video replies on YouTube. Oh my god. I, I, I remember them, but only in the extent of, like, people getting really weirdly mad about, like, reaction girls. Yes. Which apparently is still a thing, because I do see comments mention- referencing them frequently. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, these aren't, weren't even, like, you know, like, putting, like, the video in the corner and then reacting to it. This was, like, yeah. full, like, supported by YouTube, too, at the time. Uh, but... Uh... In a lot of the two the arc videos, you would people would like take those videos apart, including like the audio, and like some of the audio would like if you like put it through like you know Audacity and then like exported it and then looked at the spectrogram of the video, it would spell words. Huh. That's some, that's some Apex Twin level shit. Yeah, no, it's. I definitely felt oh, like. Oh god, I just I just thought about that fucking you you know what I'm talking about. Yes, right? Where, like, the, the, the video the face in the waveform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Oh, I'm gonna look. At, I'm gonna Google it real quick. <laughs> uh, the waveform. I think there's like a. Oh god. Yeah, it's so bad. How did he do that? Uh, you can do that where you can make a change like a photo into into a waveform. Yeah. Uh, spectrogram or what the fuck ever. One of the least, like, one of the less creepy versions of it is, uh, there's, uh, one called The Sound of Cats. And the spectrogram is just a bunch of cats. <laughs> I see, I saw that image when I googled it, yeah. Man, that fan face is creepy. <laughs> yeah, good god. Um, but yeah, like, this, I think is still, like, Marvel Hornets, I think is still, like, one of the earlier like it's one of the definitely like it's not the earliest kind of really successful creepypasta <laughs> like you know in like yeah. multimedia form like there was a uh, ted the cave diver before this the cave diver oh you don't know that one i don't know the cave diver i don't know a lot of creepypasta ashley uh, i i am super into creepypasta like as a concept huh uh but 
Uh, what Ted the I was getting a call. <laughs> I can no problem. Wait on it. Uh, what Ted the cave diver was was a uh, like blog about th- this guy who was a cave diver. Sure. And he's like, oh, me and my friends, we found like this, uh, you know, this hole in this cave, and it breaks off, and it's a whole other cave system. And it was just like done as this person's like WordPress blog. Weird. And it updated, and eventually, like, they break in, and, like, there's, like, this weird, like, tablet in it. And then they read the tablet, and then the Courage of the Coward, the dog, shows up. And yeah, the, the return, thing, the like, return the slab. Uh, it, it's the classic, you know, creepypasta ending of, like, I'm gonna head out and, you know, see, you know, me and my friend are gonna go into there, and then they never, the blog never updated again. <laughs> That's bad. Uh. Okay. Like, yeah, like, do, you have to, do, you have to, do you have to say that call? No, I don't. Um, okay. Marble Hornets is... Like, it, if you actually, like, lay out what happens in the first season plot-wise, there's not a lot. Yeah. It basically, like, you know, like, first we see Alex being paranoid and looking around, and then we see Jay being paranoid and looking around... There's and some... then Alex's girlfriend finds a camera and is like, haha, I have a camera. And then she turns around and Slenderman was there. And then that's the, that's the, that's the season. Yes. Uh, like the second season is a lot more involved. It has a lot more. Okay. Uh, maybe, when Blair, maybe when Blair gets back, we can bring you back on. We can bring you back on for season two. Yeah. Uh, I, I think eventually they just kind of realize that there's only so many times you can like do the turnaround Slenderman's there bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, especially for like an independent film, yeah, they get they get a lot of work out of what they do. Like, yeah, like, they the, do. Yeah, it, everything's very simple. It's all like people's houses, and there's no like real crazy special effects. But they. It's just that tension of, like, this is just going to be, like, a, an eight-minute video of this guy walking around his house looking through windows, and it's yeah. going to be terrifying. Yeah, you, you, like, I literally took my headphones off, and you had to tell me, okay, Luna, there's no, Slenderman is not here in this one. Yeah, and, like, so that's also a thing I think that really helps, is that sometimes they do a video and nothing scary happens. And it can be, like, yeah. especially when you're watching it, like, at the time, it can be a little, like, oh man, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, but, like, that, I think, in the long run, and especially watching it, like, as a movie, can really help it, because it makes that feeling of, like, you never know if he's gonna be in this one or not. Yeah. Ugh. And then, because when he shows up is always so sudden. Yeah. And sometimes he's just fucking, he's just there. Like, yeah, he, like, and sometimes he doesn't even, like, do anything creepy. Like, he just stands there, and it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, there's, so that's... Yeah. Oh, go on. Go on. I was going to say, in some of the later seasons, there's some really good stuff they use with stop motion in the Slender Man. Oh, God. That sounds horrifying. Because, like, it just... Unlo- like, very basic stop motion looks wrong. Uh-huh. In a way that's very appealing. Yeah, I- I'm excited. 
Oh god, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> you were so, so dis- like like just done with this series like so many times when we were watching it. I mean, I was, but also like a thing I don't talk about very much is that I fucking love stop motion. Like it's one of my favorite things in the world. Like I watched a shitload of Ardman stuff as a kid, not just like Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Like I watched their like the Creature Comforts and the and the American Creature Comforts that got a they got like four episodes in the states before it got shit canned. That showed up on Netflix. Like I fucking love stop motion yes. so much, uh. and I, I I love stop motion. It's awesome. I also hate terribly done stop motion. Yes. For exa- or or just like for example, you you know those movies, the ABCs of Death. Yeah. There's one in there called T is for Toilet, and it fuck it uses stop motion and it fucking sucks ass. Those, like those uh, those those. I mean, they're like every horror movie anthology ever, yeah. with the exception of like I don't know VHS. That they all all almost. There might be one or two nuggets of decency in there, but it's just, it's not fucking worth the price of entry. No, uh, like, XX was bad. XX sucked! God, XX, fucking... We, we, didn't, we did an episode about XX, I think you should listen to it. Yeah, no, I, I'll up. probably go back to that. Yeah, we, um, we also did an episode on holidays. Uh, yeah, no, like, you know, anthologies are, ex- um, I probably, like, I've heard, I've heard Trick or Treat's good. <laughs> Oh, I don't know that one actually. Oh, uh, that's I. That's wow, because I've heard like that's like one of the, that people really like. I mean, Blair definitely knows a lot more of these than I do, so Blair probably knows it. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that is one I watched actually, just because. Uh, it, it's Trick R Treat. Oh, Trick R Treat. Gotcha. Uh, because, like, so many people talk to me about it, and it's, like, some people, like, you know, it's, uh, I do find anthology movies interesting, even though they're mostly bad, mainly because short films are interesting to me. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of times they let other directors, like, get a chance at it, like, VHS definitely helped with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check this one out, it actually looks pretty fucking good. Um, um, we've talked so, a, not a lot about Marvel Hornets in this Marvel Hornets episode. Hey, Marvel Hornets good. That's the, that's the podcast. Like, uh, we got questions. Okay, yeah, like, that's the thing. It's, like, it's just very, it's very good, and, like, talking too much about it spoils it, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, so, before, before you, before we get into another ten minutes, like, twenty minutes of, like, absolutely... <laughs> Non-related stuff. Um, our fr- okay, so we got we got four, we got five, six. I don't know a bunch of questions today. This first one, oh yeah, the question that we asked was uh, ask us about homecoming, shaky hand cameras, and out of focus men in suits because I kind of took your your method of asking questions for totally your prize. Thank Anyways, you. Uh, my uh, Twitter user at hey what's up Michael asks or I guess asks my friend Saul is Slenderman's nephew and he told me that Slender that the Slender Mansion is mid-century modern in design so what I'm saying is that if Slenderman had a, has a Slender Mansion then the operator has an operator like an opera house this isn't a good joke the more that I'm thinking about it <laughs> good joke <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate your uh, your honesty there Michael um this question from at Oscularia Twitter user my name is Bastard Bra- I started thinking Bra- about, like, the, the close we see to, like, a place where the operator lives, and it fucking sucks. In a good way. It Yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so horrifying. It's so bad. 
Yeah. Uh, I want I want a picture, but um, this uh, after the show, off the air. Yeah. Next question from at Oscularia. Branching into different Slenderman mythos, if Slenderman has a mansion in the woods, how come he doesn't already have iPad? Question one. <laughs> Uh, and question two, could I argue this is all ab- an elaborate setup for a prank show like Punked? I think Slenderman, uh, I think Slenderman is behind the new Punked revival, the when, the one that doesn't have Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Um, uh, <laughs> this, this question from at Hey What's Up, who says, uh, to the iPad. <laughs> Why are people talking about iPads? Slenderman get iPad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm uh, missing memes. Like I, I've been, you, I've been so out of the Slender Man. You don't, you don't know what if Seinfeld modern day Jerry get iPad? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, this question from Oscularia: uh, On a scale of one to ten, how likely is it that Ashton Kutcher is Slender Man? I'm just gonna say a ten. Yeah, like, I think it's guaranteed. Yeah, it's canon. Mm-hmm. Um, this this question from my from at Hey What's Up. The pre- the creators of Marble Hornets have stated that the true nature of the operator is more simple than you might think. So my theory is the operator is just a physical manifestation of asbestos poisoning from the abandoned mental hospital. That's something that we don't get to in this one. Yeah, I like every time like people film in like these abandoned places that like aren't like set up to be abandoned. You know, like it's just you know some independent filmmakers go into this place that burned down or something. I was like, yeah. you're probably getting sick from this at some point. Yeah. And last question from at Pidmon, Jasmine. Uh, Woodland Adventures brings to mind Chronicle. How would the cast react to growing superpowers? Uh, I I think Alex would react badly. <laughs> Jay, get, Jay gets superpowers. Jay, Jay I, I, I don't have a joke. <laughs> I, I, I think they would both react badly because they'd be like, what the fuck is happening? And then they'd freak the fuck out. And then yeah. They, that would be the season. And that's, those are questions. Hey, those so are questions. Into, now we're going to move into recommendations. All right. Uh, I've talked a lot about a lot of things in this one. Yeah. You got to give like an actual recommendation. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Cause I got to, th- I talked a lot about stuff that I liked too at the beginning. Um, what am I going to recommend? What am I recommending? Uh, I'm going to recommend... Okay, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm going to get it, like, as soon as possible because it looks fucking incredible. I recommend you at least, like, look into Celeste, which is a new, like... It, it, this is going to sound like the most generic bullshit in the world because it is a it is a 2D, difficult, pixel <laughs> uh, platformer. But it looks incredible, and it looks extremely fun. The music is great, and um, it looks extremely inventive. Like, like... Like, how Meat Boy was back in, like, 2008 when Meat Boy first happened. Like, that kind of level. This feels like a new iteration, and it looks so fucking fun, and I really can't wait to touch it. It it looks... I've been watching it. It looks great, but... Oh, God. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing, like, videos and GIFs that people have uploaded of them playing it, and it looks incredible. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. Uh, I guess... Hmm. I, I guess... The- oh, also, I, I guess... I, oh, go on, go on. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I've also been watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood again, and hey, that's still good. Uh, I guess if, if it doesn't have to be horror-themed? F- no, it doesn't. It does not. It's just a recommendation. It's a thing you like. Uh, one Day at a Time. The, it's a Netflix series. It's extremely funny and extremely, like, just good comfort food. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch it at some point when I'm done watching anime. It's It's got the gays. 
It does have the gays. <laughs> and apparently, I, I've been also informed that it uses uh, not like pronouns that aren't she, her, or he, him, and it isn't like shitty about it. Yes. Because the, the, I saw an episode title named To Zer With Love, like the pronoun Zay, Zem, Zer. Yeah. And I was, I, I, I got a little bit leery about it, but like if you say that they don't do a shitty job about it, like I believe you. <laughs> I, I, the uh, main character, their, like one of the main characters, their partner is non binary. That owns. Um, so, yeah, that's been fear rating. Um, Ashley, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find uh, all the podcasts that go on at uh, audioentropy.com. And you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Minor. Um, all of Ashley's podcasts are extremely good. Also, Ashley, plug your Patreon. I did. Oh, you did? Patreon.com slash Ashley Minor. Sorry about that. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can, if you want to find us, we are at fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, fearbaiting at gmail.com. You can also uh, support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. You also can, um, uh, if you don't have the money to get to Patreon, we totally understand. Um, you can just support us by like, telling your friends or rating reviewing the show on iTunes. We always shout people out when they rate and review the show on iTunes, so we always appreciate that. And, um, uh, if you want to find me at Chie Shadonaka on Twitter, chiesatonaka.tumblr.com, and my other and our other podcast, our sister podcast, The Wonder Years, which is our Animorphs show or our Animorphs podcast, where we're actually doing the Animorphs TV show while Blair is on hiatus, which is it's fucking it's gonna be a fucking wild ride, and I really recommend tuning in. And also uh, my leftism podcast, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Um, those are all the places you can find me. I think that's gonna do it. Uh, I'm, until next week, folks. I'm Luna. I'm Ashley. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night. (laughs)